Good evening, friends. Looks like we're all cozy in our houses. Tea or water, that's nice. I have, I have water too. And my lovely cup that Charlie gave me, which I love so much. So we just passed through the darkest night of the year. And um, I hope that you had the opportunity to let yourself really enjoy some of the stillness and the silence of this dark time. Um, you know, even as our culture right now is so active and we're called out to be social and to go shopping and go and do things, um, you know, our bodies really need to rest. And this is, this is a good time to honor that need that we have as our animal bodies to, to rest. Uh, time for our roots to strengthen. Um, this is what all the plants and the trees are doing right now. They're strengthening their roots and um, time to let our own energy settle and concentrate. So um, a, a, a very, very special time. And I, I hope that you are um, able to be joining with so many of the resting beings of the world right now. Maybe not, but I hope you are. I'm trying. Here at our temple, we'll be resting too. Um, and after the sit on the morning of the 24th, the temple will be closing for a week, which we do every year. And um, we will meet up again on New Year's Eve, which will again be on Zoom because we're still in the pandemic. Who would have known that here we would be at 2021? Uh, so Jean will, uh, you know, we'll have the, the sit. There will be the 108 bells and it'll be on Zoom. And then Jean will make a fire in the backyard. And uh, that will also be on Zoom like it was last year. So he'll take out the computer and uh, we'll, we'll have our fire in this funny way that we get together in, in this era of our, our human experience. It's our custom to burn things in the fire. You know, when we stand around together at the Zen Center, we, we burn um, memorial cards and we burn, burn incense nubs. And of course, you're all welcome to come and uh, write things down that you're wanting to let go of, wanting to offer to the fire. And you can do that this year too, because just like last year, if there are things that you're ready to release that you'd like to burn in the fire, you can send them to Gene via email. Now he'll know what you write, so it won't be completely secret, but he's the only one who will know. You can send it to him at eugenebush at baymoon.com and he will collect all of the um, little notes of the things that wish to be burned. And right before your very eyes, he will be um, offering these things to, to the fire. Some people also like to write intentions or wishes and, and uh, not that we're burning our intentions or wishes, but fire is a powerful transformational element. And so it can be really a good thing to also let the fire illuminate and, and give life and give heat to our wishes and our desires uh, for the new year. So that's also an option as well. 
um, you know, it's a, it's kind of silly in a way that we have calendars and we just make up that, oh, the new year starts on January 1. But it's also fun because it's an opportunity for us to consider, well, what might I want to bring forth in this new year? Um, people often have resolutions or wishes or dreams or a recommitment, recommitment to practice, recommitment to certain um, things that have value in our lives. So um, whatever that might be for you, um, you could maybe think of that as a tiny seed, a little tiny spark of possibility inside each of us right now, this something that might want to come forth, that, that might want to be born. And um, these little seeds are nourished by the stillness and the dark of this time right now. They're not ready to burst forth in full glory the way they will be when the earth is warmer and the sun is brighter and the days are longer. And those little sprouts will be called to come out of the casement of the seed. Right now, the seed is still resting, resting in the dark, but we can keep that little tiny flame alive. You know, just the way you might sit out by a fire and just gently blow on the embers and warm yourself in the, the warmth of the possibility of what we can create together. Maybe you're wondering, well, what's going to be happening at the Zen Center? What do we want to create in 2022 at Santa Cruz Zen Center? So I'd actually like to um, invite you to participate with me in a particular way. We don't usually do this, but it would be really, really, really helpful for me if you would accept my invitation and do this. And so I'm going to uh, tell you something to do. Hopefully you'll do it. And then I'll be able to do part the next part of my talk with, with your help. So here's what I'd like you to do. Um, some of you are more Zoom savvy than others, but if you move your little uh, hand, your little cursor in your hand down to the bottom row, you can see there's a, a little icon that says chat. And there's a little, uh, it looks like, like in the cartoons, you know, like those little bubbles of when the cartoon figures talk. And if you click on chat, there will be a wonderful uh, panel on the right-hand side that comes up that says chat. And at the bottom where it says to everyone, you can type messages. And this is what I would like to ask you to type. There's gonna be two instructions. Here's the first one. What is it that drew you to Santa Cruz Zen Center? You know, there's plenty of Zen centers in town. There's plenty of Buddhist centers in town. There's plenty of churches in town. What drew you to this particular community and this particular place? If you would be willing now to just start typing in um, to the chat some of the things that you are true for you. And some bold person will go first and, and will model how that's done. Great, I see one from, from Lori in there. So just uh, take a few minutes, what, what, what brought you here? And the first time when you came, what, what, what felt like, ooh, I, I like this, I like this place. Um, you know, I, I, wanna, I wanna sit with these people, I wanna sit at this place rather than any of the other places that you could have gone. So I'm just going to sit quietly now and um, we'll see this 
magic happen. So as you're typing in, I'm seeing um, for some people, you know, it was that um, it was recommended by friends or that you happen to be in the neighborhood and uh, you, you found this place. And then I'm seeing that there was there's an expression of that there was some kindness by a person and. Um, So I, I would like to invite you to also just think about, um, these are wonderful, thank you so much. Uh, if you could just reflect a moment on, were there any qualities of the practitioners that um, made you feel um, at home or that this was where you wanted to practice? If you could put in a few of those, that would, that would be great too. That's the second part of your, your. No, no, I'm still, I'm still um, inviting the first part, and then and I mean and enjoying reading these, which I I really uh, great. Okay, so good, we're getting a few qualities. That's that's really really helpful. So then that as that continues to come in, the second question would then be, um, what keeps you here? And it might be the same thing, but just if, in case there's a little bit other flavor of what keeps you here, you could um, reflect on those. This is wonderful. Thank you so much. This is really going to help the, the, the next part of my talk. So uh, you can certainly continue to put things in, um, but probably in about a minute, I'm going to continue to uh, offer my comments. Okay, good. So I'm going to continue again. You can feel free to add more if more is coming up. So um, here's, here's, uh, you know, I, I uh, posed the question. I said, you know, as we think about 2022, and you might be thinking about, you know, your own practice and your own participation. And so, you know, certainly if you're curious about what's going to happen here in 2022, uh, you can look at the schedule online um, and you can see that there will continue to be the daily Zazen that many of you are commenting is so important to you. And there will be the offerings of Sashin and classes, the weekly Dharma talk, the Sangha days, 
the ceremonies that we have. So these are these things are going to be continuing, and uh, we will have some special ceremonies this year of people expressing their commitment formally to the Buddha Dharma. We have um, an ordination coming up in uh, January. We have a lay ordination, Jukai, which will be coming up soon. And maybe this is a year you yourself will feel moved to uh, approach a teacher and ask for the precepts and begin to sew a rakasu. You never know, it, it, it could be this year. So these are all different um, aspects that um, lead to the experience at this temple that, that we've talked about. There's teachers here, there's these different offerings in the schedule. But the most important thing I haven't mentioned yet, the most important thing is you. It's you. It's what you do. And it's how you do it. That is the most important thing that is actually going to be what allows for the flower of practice to continue in our, as Patrick once called it, quiet breathing place up on the hill, which now expands through the Zoomiverse to all parts of the known universe. So for example, as I look through these um, comments about what brought you in the first place, in addition to um, that you happened to house sit down the street or that you by chance came here when you were on a tour of staircases, um, I'm looking here and I'm noticing um, somebody mentioning um, Patrick whispered in my ear, <laughs> here we sit facing the wall, <laughs> that intimacy, kind, welcoming, open, accepting, respectful. Uh, the practitioner seems so genuine, friendliness, warmth, kindness. So I invite you to consider that your expression of kindness, your expression of being welcoming, your expression of being accepting, your expression of respectfulness, the genuineness of your practice, that is what feeds and will continue to feed this temple. And even if you um, think of, of yourself as being new, some people here think of themselves as being old. We've been here a long time. Other people, ooh, I just started. But you know what? To the person who's gonna come on January 2, even if you're new, they're new. And now you're, you're already here. So whatever it is that was offered to you is what I invite you to consider your offering that to others is exactly what will continue this warm hand to warm hand practice. And those qualities are absolutely impossible to um, create without everybody's participation as well as the dedication. One of the things that I'm seeing here, people appreciating is um, at home with the core teachings, Catherine's very practical way, um, a supportive and relaxed approach in the Zendo. So um, 
this is also something that is up to you. You know, you come maybe in the evening and you see, or in the morning, and you see the people who sit by behind the bells and the people who ring the bells and the people who lead the chant. And not too long ago, those people, if you're not already one of them, they were just like you. They were a new person and they came here and they saw these things and they thought, oh, I want to be here. And then, you know, you stick around for a while and then someone says, oh, would you like to learn how to ring the bells? And maybe you're a little bit afraid, but you go, oh, okay, I'll try. And then somebody teaches you and then, and then you get to be one of those people. You remember that? You remember that first time when you came and you saw those people and now maybe you're one of them? <laughs> Seeing some smiles and some nods, right? So any, any of us, we're, we're all those people. Those people are no other than us. Um, our temple has been sustained for, for 30 years, um, probably longer actually than 30 years um, through the efforts of course of the teachers um, and the teachers come and the teachers go. You know, if you've been here for a while, you've seen, you've seen some teachers come and some teachers go. Cobancino, you know, the founding teacher um, was, was in Santa Cruz and then, and then he left and then Catherine came and then Catherine left and then Kokyo came and then Kokyo left and, you know, we're here and we leave and same with the practitioners, you know, there's some people who were really, really, really instrumental in the practice here who are still here and there's others who aren't. And then sometimes people go and they come back, right? So it's just this beautiful weave, it's this flow, but the steady heartbeat of you, of you and your practice and your sincerity, this, this is the transmission of the Dharma through time. You know, we think sometimes maybe, oh, it's that fancy thing that happens between teachers and you do it and then you get your color of your rakasu changes. And, and that is true. And that is a part of it. And of course, you know, we honor that role. We honor the roles of the, the, the ordained and the teachers and, and all that. And yet none of that, th there wouldn't be any teaching if without it, this, there, there is no teacher without the student and there is no student without the teacher. And there is no Sangha without every, every single person here in this Zoom um, weaving together our lives and our lives of practice. So the fabric of this temple is, is a weave and you are one of the threads. Whatever level of practice you feel like you have and however much you may come and you may go, um, you are one of the threads that is what allows this temple to be this place that people are writing about here. Um, Scott says, I know we'll, it will continue long after I'm gone. Classes rock, library stellar, feels comfortable. But yes, yeah, Scott, that feeling of knowing that this will continue after we are gone. How will that happen? Well, it will happen because of you. Because some of you will then become the elders and the new people will become the new people, right? And, and this, is, this is the way that it goes. This is what Dogen meant when he said, Buddhas and ancestors of old were as we. We in the future shall be Buddhas and ancestors. Buddhas and ancestors were not 
mystical beings. They were um, human beings, just like you and I. And what we practice today is because they practiced in their time. And because they extend their compassion to us freely and without limit, we are able to attain Buddhahood and then let go of the attainment. So I just invite us as we consider this new year, as we consider the opportunity of this place that um, we have expressed these various kinds of appreciation for, um, the opportunity to um, be a place where people who are struggling can come. As one person writes in the, in the chat box, I was in front of the Zen Center on a day I was struggling and I wondered if I should be in there. That's how some of us come here because we're struggling. Someone else, oh, I came for a cooking workshop, but I stayed for the meditation and the people that I met. The smell of the Zendo, the sense of pure Dharma. So may we um, extend our compassion to each other freely and without limit so that we can continue this genuine friendly, warm, kind, practical, authentic, supportive, relaxed, small town feel, intimacy, this unexplainable affinity where somehow we just need to be here so that this practice can become a part of the expression of our lives. And so that the beauty of our Sangha practice can deepen and grow together. And may it continue long after all of us are, have moved on to wherever we, we go. So that's the words that I wanted to offer um, to kind of complete the year here and to seed a little bit of um, hopefully some optimism and some hope uh, for our continuing practice. It's really a miracle that we have stayed open throughout this whole time. And uh, again, it's because of you. It's because you show up. So um, that's all that I have to say. And I don't know, you might have more that you want to say. There's not really, uh, it wasn't really a talk with uh, questions about anything, but you know, I'm happy after announcements to stick around. And if there's anything um, th that you would like to ask about or speak about in terms of kind of coming to the end of, the, of our practice year together in thinking forward or just reflecting on any of the beautiful things that people wrote in the chat box. I really appreciate your um, willingness to play with me in this way and to participate because it, it's helpful to, to, to see and feel the depth of your words and the strength of your practice. So thank you so much for your continuing practice and attention. And um, I just look forward to participating with you as we move on forward in, in our lives. Thank you so much. Beings are numberless. I vow to save them. Delusions are inexhaustible. I vow to end them. Dharma gates are boundless. I vow to enter them. 
Buddha's way is unsurpassable. I vow to become it. 